0: Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives Podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hello, on the show today, we'll be discussing the songs that made the way you change how you listen to music, where you would live for four years by yourself, and what's the craziest hospital experience you've ever had. Enjoy the show. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. accompanied uh, today by uh, Strong STEM Steve Cabot, La Liam Reese, and the Madman Sean Day. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can also on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok, the Working p Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspects and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going.
1: Sean Douglas Day, how are you, sir? Dude, I'm feeling good. On Saturday, I got stung by fifty bees, primarily on oh my, my ass. God.
2: I saw it; Prim- it was fucked
1: up. Primarily on my ass, <laughs> and my ass is no longer swollen, so I'm feeling good. Wow, back up that dump truck, very
0: nice. Uh,
2: Lishmoosh, how are you, sir? Yeah, I guess it, it, by comparison, I'm I'm feeling great. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Your ass hasn't been stung. Not I mean. At all. At least, definitely not fifty times. He put it and- up
2: on. He put it up online too. He posted it. Him getting stung by all the bees. It was wild, Ooh. dude. Hell yeah! It was scary, Ooh. honestly. It got to a point where there's like, he like drops his phone, and there's bees like buzzing all Jesus. around. Like it was like the uh, uh, was that um Stand by Me, where the
3: kid dies because he gets stung by. He was by thinking
0: of uh, My Girl, I believe. My right. girl, that's it, not yeah. by my, my Macaulay Culkin, he died, yeah. he ends up dying, yes. right? Yep. Yeah, 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 shout out, yeah. nice terrible like way to go. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Rest in peace, uh, very cool. And then, Strong Stem, how are you, sir? Actually,
3: I have a reverse Uno card to pull today, Matt. How are you? Because I have a question, if how are normal. you? Because do you know what today happened today, 25 years ago in uh, Canada? No, I do not. It was the anniversary of whatever the fucking thing's called, where Brett the Hitman Hart was robbed. Twenty-fifth year anniversary, Matt! Hey, how are you it's Twenty-five buddy? it's the wait, it's the
0: twenty-five year anniversary of the Montreal screwdriver. Is that That's what you're saying? Right. I saw it today.
3: All I could think of was you immediately. I started cracking up. I was like, if this cocksucker doesn't fucking know when how much he's talked about it before on this show, I can't wait to bring it up that today's the twenty-fifth anniversary of Shawn Michaels. Stealing the belt from Bret the Hitman Hart I'll tell
0: you this, that is the biggest work in the history of professional wrestling And also, Owen Hart was murdered, just letting you know oh, so,
3: <laughs> Let, speaking of murder
0: uh, Yeah, speaking of murder, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast Let's get this thing started, let's go
3: It's all objective To be effective My voice got Work perspective exploring your day and how you get paid Launching a new episode Every Tuesday I can transform while we inform with new episodes of on every platform. So check out our line and how we get live We're just sharing. We're just sharing.
0: All right. So first thing we got to start off. It is back. Our merch store is back. Link will be available in the description of this episode. We'll be posting posters daily of the of uh of the QR code where you can get it. We have our merch this year. I mean, Jana did a great job, and shout out to our merch team. Uh Doherty, they are just they are just the best, man. So, Hell yeah. so- super excited to to get this thing going really excited to get this off the ground uh, it is coming just in time for Christmas if you order it uh, everything you get in should be ready to go and delivered by Christmas hopefully um but man really excited for the merch we did this year we really went out like we really got a lot more creative and it's a lot more fun too you know like I'll tell you this the merch fan of the show listener of the show let me tell you. But really, really excited for everyone to see the new merch line we got coming. And hopefully this one, like, like we had a really successful merch drop last year. And I'm just hoping that this one is just as successful, if not more successful. But I want to keep it moving. So uh, like we talked about, we have some talking points for this episode. So on the Bill Nichols episode, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast, it aired two weeks ago. On that show, we talked about discovering music. Right. And Mickey Bassett said that, you know, when he was a younger kid, he would listen to the Beatles. And then when he started drinking bees and doing nose bees, he uh he got more into the stones. Right. And it made me think of when you were a kid. Right. When you were like a younger kid. You would listen to music or watch a Disney thing and think like, this is like music. But then there once you hit a certain age, you would hear a song, like a rock song or rap or hip hop or something and be like, whoa, like this ain't some cookie cutter shit. This is a real fucking song, right? So my thought was, is I would like to hear... What is the song that you thought changed the way you listen to music? So, Sean Douglas Day, I'm going to start with you, sir. What do you got for me?
1: Well, I can tell you the, the first like album I ever actually got was uh, a cassette tape. Uh-huh. And, uh, real old. Yeah, real old. It was, uh, the band was uh, The Coasters. Yakety Yak. Remember that song? down Yak. Dude, down in Mexico
0: by The Coasters. Is Let's a fucking go. incredible yeah. song. Down Let's in go. the Mexican
1: right, dude, yeah. dude. I'm super surprised you guys even know what I'm talking about. I was like, I was like, yeah. oh, oh, sure? I started going you. slow with it because I was like, are you guys even gonna know who this? Oh, is? Yeah. Like, dude, I fucking but, love the coasters. I, I yeah. Hey,
3: when,
1: hey, like, when I was like nine years old, like in my household, like you had to do chores, you yeah, had to nothing. do all this and that, and I have no idea where I heard that song. But like, I told my parents, I'm like, I want that cassette. I want yeah. it now. Oh. So I was doing chores like you know, take out the papers and the trash. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. So that's great. a class- oh, dude, that's a classic hit. But there, I guess so. I I forget who introduced this song to me, but it was in um that like uh, Quentin Tarantino did like that double feature with Kurt uh, Kurt Russell where it was like it was, it was like uh, he was like driving a car and there was like a girl with like half a leg that was a gun or some kind of shit. But either way there was like a scene in that movie where they did, they had like a competition, right? Like some, like it was like pool or something like that. And if the girl lost, she had to give Kurt Russell a lap dance and the song she did the lap dance to was down in Mexico by the coast. And I heard that fucking song and I was like, this is a fucking gimmick, man. Like, and I'll tell you, dude, that like even the beginning of it when it's like, bam, 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 you know, like come. Oh, it is so fucking. Good. Yeah.
1: Well, no, actually, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure this is probably where I heard it, but uh, it was. It apparently it was in Stand By Me, which yeah. was in 1980, 1986. Yeah, I was 20, act act, all back. yeah, yeah. Prob- yeah, that's probably where I heard it because I, I love that song as a kid. Wait, wasn't it also
3: yeah. in a Home Alone to take out them it could have uh, I don't know, but it's I
0: definitely think it was home alone, too. It was def. it was definitely in stand by me, dude. Stand by yeah. me, phenomenal soundtrack. They even Incredible. have like like gimmicks Incredible. like lollipop lollipop oh, oh. La, 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 you know, like uh, that uh, one, uh. right? Yeah. Dun,
3: dun, dun, dun.
0: Dude, even the one scene I love because I remember doing this too, like with your buddies, where they were I and I remember like our version was different, but they're walking down the train tracks and they sing sing the theme song to the show Paladin, right? Where they're like all walking along and they just start singing like, Paladin, Paladin. Where? And I just remember like being with my buddies. I remember we were like walking through the woods one time, hanging out. And we all just started singing the Fresh Prince theme song. You know, it was just like just how it went. But yeah, nice. All right. Very good, Sean. Yak, yak. Love it. Uh, Le Lashmoosh. How about you? Uh, what's that song that changed the way you listen to
2: music? so when i was like 14 or 15 i went on a camping trip with uh my older cousin bob he's like five years older than me so at that point you know what i mean like he was older they like at that point i had only smoked like you know like shitty like dime weed and nick weed and i think the first (laughs) time i smoked i didn't even like i think i had only smoked one or two times and i don't even think i actually got stoned.
0: yeah like on our
2: way to the mountains I smoked with them, and they had like real weed. Like Ooh. we called it KB back then. Oh yeah, like, kind of. I remember that shit. Yeah, they had like real trees, and he put on Tool, and I was in the back seat. I think the song's forty six and two, and yeah, and dude, listening, I was like tripping off of fucking yeah. weed in the yeah. back seat of this like Chevy Cavalier heading to the mountains, dude. And nice. like it was like my brain, like fucking explode yeah. You know, yeah. it was like music i would never listen to too mm-hmm. but then i like heard it like actually stoned for the first time and then like yeah. i don't know just like wait, wait so how,
1: how how old were you
2: 14 how old were you 14, 15 15 i was probably 15 then yeah
1: i'm impressed that you like discovered told that young because i i wasn't like until my like 28 years old i got into well these tools.
2: this this yeah. is a the, I, this is a cousin who's five years older than me too right okay uh, so, like I he kind of yeah. like brought it into my radar sean were you the wild in the military? one that i know no not that one. Not, not, damn
1: not, it no <laughs> i was gonna not, say not, no because like no like because like tool back in the day like i mean it wasn't on the radios like it wasn't it didn't play stores. around
0: here that's for no, like it, didn't, like, it, didn't. No, it yeah, not no not the east not. coast at all no. and like, i like yeah
1: no. no 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 the reason i actually discovered it was because uh in the seal teams i had a boss uh yeah. all will give his nickname the nickname is goody but he was like very, very well respected in the SEAL teams. Everyone loved him. And I, I'm one of those guys. Like, if if I find someone who's like very, very successful, I, I want to like sort of like dive yeah, into like who oh they yeah. are and like yeah. and, and, and like to some extent yeah. emulate what they do. Sure. Kind of see like why like okay this this guy he's very very successful. He makes his coffee in a very specific way. Is that is that part of, is that part of his success? Right. He puts his shoes on a certain way. Is that why he's successful? Well, he's one of those guys that was just, like, very, very well-respected, and his favorite band was Tool. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to dive deep into Tool and, like, see, like, if I can learn something from the music. And, like, that – I was, like, I wasn't until I was 28 years old, and I, like, dove deep into Tool, but uh, great but band. Is great Tool, band.
0: Did you, is Tool big in the military, Sean? Like, are they a very popular military band? Like, amongst no. the military is – no? No. Tool. Okay. No, I would I
3: would, I would say that, but – like, Things like that are hard to say that it's a it's a, a main thing because they're from so many different walks of
1: life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's all different types that hit in the military for 100%. sure. Yeah, you probably. But right.
1: No, oh. no, no, no. But a, but a side thing with uh, Major James Keenan. I mean, that's my favorite band now is Tool, but Major James Keenan kind of crazy. But he he owns a farm in Arizona. He he actually makes wine yep. in Arizona, like not far from my farm. You know, I didn't. it. yeah, in Texas no. I didn't sell my farm in, in Arizona, but um, he 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 runs a farm out of Arizona, not too far from my farm, and he makes like really good wa- wine. And uh, he's got Merkin vineyards out there. Nice. Uh, makes you know good. I mean, I'm not a wine guy. I mean, five dollar box wine tastes good to me.
0: Yeah, but he makes
1: it? like he but he makes like thirty dollar bottle of wine, and he like he, he's growing out of Arizona nice pretty cool nice.
0: yeah that is cool i'm sure that's a new untapped market too like arizona wine you know
1: yeah yeah he's got he's got a really good documentary if you're into like documentaries that's uh it's called blood into wine really Ooh. good documentary really nice. super cool artsy fartsy but like goes into like how he makes wine in in the fucking desert which is insane nice all right very cool good deal
0: all right well let's keep it moving uh strongest stem What's the song that changed music for you, buddy?
3: You hey guys, this is going to throw most of you for a huge left turn. Huge curveball. But uh, so I'll just say it first, right? It's a, it's an old song. It's a band. I don't even I'm not even that like I don't really like that many of their songs, maybe two of their songs. But uh, this one in particular taught me that you didn't even need to hear the lyrics to understand music. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Yellow Ledbetter by Pearl Jam, right? Back in the day. You, no one understood what they said. Then you <laughs> so everyone made up their own lyrics to it, even though, yeah. you know, now you got all you can but the, the, the way like the guitar riffs and the flow of the music and the way it made you feel without even knowing what the fuck he was saying. I was like, I, the lyrics aren't even that important. It's just like the flow of it, the sound of the instruments together. It, it changed my perspective yeah. of music to a different level because like here, like I said, again, just off the very beginning when you read the lyrics you're like that's not what he's saying you know you just you know yeah. you don't know what the fuck he's saying yeah. but like this the flow of it the emotion through it it changed my and that came out i think in like uh i didn't even look it up i don't know 1990 91 yeah. you know and I wasn't yeah. even a Pearl Jam fan, but like when I heard that song, still to this day I listen to it. i was like, it's more of just like the mood you're in, the sound of the the music, the way it flows, it has nothing to do. I mean, again, there are it does some lyrics will hit you, but like it doesn't need to even have lyrics. It showed me that I don't even know need to know what the fuck you're saying for you to like make an impact on me with the music. Between like again, the instruments all together, the way the beat flowed, the way everything just went, and the the flow of it, I was like. I have when I got done the song, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck he just said, but that shit slapped, yo. I don't know what he said. So every time it comes on the radio, I still don't really know. I maybe know sure. three lyrics. I don't
2: it. think but I, does. The whole
3: time I act like I know him and I just mumble it. No. Hey, no. Hey,
2: no. Can you see them? I don't know what the fuck he's saying. No. You know what Pearl Jam reminds me of? Beavis what? and Butthead because they would yeah. like, watch. It was like that. Like time they loved music. It. You know what I mean? Yeah they would Dude, like to uh, watch the videos
0: <laughs> shout, shout out eddie Vedder. there was this movie Eddie Vedder's
3: a legend he wrote that by the way he wrote that whole song for uh yeah. uh yellow lead better
0: yeah there was a, a movie called into the wild i think sean uh-huh. Penn directed it with emile uh-huh. hirsch and he did uh-huh. the music for that uh-huh. the score of that soundtrack and it was really good fire yeah. fire really really he's a
3: beast eddie Vedder's yeah. a beast again Not even a huge fan. That's like it's I just wanted to say how much that, again, it didn't matter. It showed me that it didn't matter what was going on. Like you could it was just the the whole package was what I needed. Changed my whole view on music. Next thing you know, I'm listening to everything but country. But before that, I had like a specific genre that I was into. And yeah. the second I heard that song, it, it just opened me to everything.
0: Dude, I'm still not into fucking country music. I know I, can't I still
3: can't either. Do it, I can't I still can't do like, like John, don't get me,
0: don't get it twisted. There's a couple I, I fucking love sure. I love Johnny Cash. I fucking mm-hmm. love Johnny Cash. Uh, who's and the then, dude that
3: sings uh, the whiskey whatever thing? He's great.
0: Toby Keith?
3: No, uh, no. The fucking
0: big dude, uh,
1: what's it called uh uh, uh Tennessee whiskey. I don't know. Chris oh uh, Stam- Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Chris
3: Stapleton. okay. I, I love I, I love it. Like, other than that, he's really I, I good. I, I the
0: song, the song Colder Weather, right? I fucking do like that song. It's the who did the chicken fried song? It's the know. dudes that did chicken Fried the Zach Brown band or whatever, dude. Stuck yeah, colder weather is a great fucking song. Cause I'm stuck in cold weather. Oh, dude. If you haven't heard it, pretty fucking good.
1: See, I but, love, I love country music. Cause like, I'm like, obviously into farming. So like, I actually like can understand the lyrics. I'd rather like, like
3: myself and hear that cowboy. I'm actually, about bullshit.
1: I'm actually going through the shit that they're, you know, they're doing. In the fucking... Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for me with uh, the song, I was in eighth grade. And when I was in eighth grade, uh, LC's wrestling team is not good. And when I was in eighth grade, they used to let me train with the wrestling team because, like, when you get into the midget program, right? Like,
3: guys that were on the team.
0: Well, there's like no guy. Well, like in the midget program, like every when you get to seventh and eighth grade, all the other guys they're wrestling for the middle school, like their middle school, right? And in Catholic school, we didn't have that, so in eighth grade, I could go and wrestle. Like, I would wrestle JV for LC. Right, because I was in eighth grade, and I technically, like, you know, they would take me to the tournament and be like, "Yeah, this kid can do." Whatever. Yeah,
3: they still do that. And there's guys that have in the in the Catholic league, they have like 250 wins because they were able to re- They have like five interact titles because yeah. they're fucking are starter. Yeah, it's
1: why. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So wait, are you the, aren't are you still the, a midget? Aren't you still like classified a midget because you're so uh, short? You son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm five fucking eleven, Sean.
0: God Hold it. on, I
2: didn't. <laughs> hurry out, <laughs> out on that, dude, because I. I saw I Matt in person and I was wondering yeah. about his height. I'm yep. 5'10 and I don't know yep. if there was an inch there, dude. No. Nope. I don't know. I'm not well, sure.
0: I, we'll fucking find out tomorrow. I'm happy to fucking measure. I stand back, back, back I did, to back. I did not think that this fucking thing is would Matt transfer wants to, measure to both, with both shows. You looking
3: towards the wall, uh, <laughs> uh, Liam, and he wants to be nuts to butts with You, so his forehead touches the back of your head. That's right. how Matt measures. Love okay. that. <laughs> nuts to butts,
0: baby. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but, uh, what's like
1: what I, that's like, like uh, I mean, I have a two foot cock because I measure from my asshole. So, hey, <laughs> Isn't that what everyone does?
2: right I start <laughs> at the base of my spine. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. But either way, <laughs> I um,
1: start
3: at the base of my spine.
0: So, I start
1: from here. I yeah. start from the front of my fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because technically, in a pinch,
0: Sure. Uh. Sure. So, um, but either way, I'm five eleven, and then also <laughs> we have a a new national yeah, metric. Ho- we have a new uh, national holiday on the show. Uh, May eleventh is Matt Lavelle Day because it's May eleventh, five eleven.
1: <laughs> okay, so okay, sorry. What's your song though? <laughs> but we celebrated on the tenth. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we celebrated
3: yeah. on the tenth. Son of a bitch! No, you do
0: not. You celebrated on the eleventh because I'm five eleven. All right, but either way,
3: where's burn when we need them?
0: Yeah, we don't, you know. But either way, so uh, either way, um, I was like. So I could I would hang out with the team and stuff. I wasn't allowed to wrestle at meets, but right. I could like I you know I would like keep the book and hang out on the sideline and stuff. Yep. And I remembering we were wrestling at this school called O J Roberts, right? Uh-huh. And there was like they had like one decent kid on that team. And- Shout out to that
3: school now because nowadays they're a powerhouse. But I hear you. Yeah.
0: I think they had more than one,
3: but they had like a. are they- studs nowadays.
0: Yeah, they were they were okay, but either way. Wrestling at O and J Roberts. We come like the team comes out warm up. We're all hanging out on the side. On lights go out. One big school, by the way. One mat one light over the mat. And then all of a sudden renegade from Sticks comes on
3: and it's like and then like people start oh, like oh.
0: stamping in the stands, you know what I mean? Like with this yo, and then and then everyone's stopping their feet and shit. And, exactly. And then wait, went, wait
1: and, so in middle school, you guys had the one in middle the muse- school, you had the one light thing.
0: No, this was, I was in eighth grade, but I was at, I was, I was, I was with Lansdale Catholics wrestling team. Like so, the high school team. Yeah, correct. But I wasn't allowed, like I could practice with them and I could wrestle at some tournaments, but I wasn't allowed to wrestle in meets because I was still in eighth grade.
3: Uh, technically but, you weren't allowed to wrestle PIAA because you were wrestling a, a public school then. You weren't allowed to do that. You can wrestle other like Catholic school things, but yeah. not PIAA.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I was just curious because like, like when we wrestled middle school, it was like very like, yeah, With this collar, was middle like, school though. There was there was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so high you were school. it was a yeah, middle yeah, school. Yeah. This, this was high was school.
0: A, this was a high school. So lights out, they start playing that, and then you know how like the, after like that this, song
3: fucking slaps, man. Yeah.
0: After the slow part in the beginning, it's like
3: the visit, and then Yeah, as
0: soon as that hit, the whole team start ran out into the gym. It was pretty fun. I was like, this entrance well, was pretty fucking good, and then and, I, I just and wanna, then they I just fucking that. Cr- crushed us, you know.
3: I just want to preface that Matt with our run out for North Penn was kind of dope too, which we did yeah. Hell's Bells and there was thirteen yeah. bells, so every bell one kid ran out, which was
0: yeah, it's people tried but, to copy it. But but we fuck didn't, it. we didn't have a light though. That's no, we didn't. The it. light makes the difference.
3: I, it absolutely does, absolutely yeah.
0: does. So all right, well let's keep it moving then. So the next thing I wanted to talk about. Is that Alicio Tahan Lungit on the show this week. Episode available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Dude, really great show. Really interesting fucking guy. Really, really Your cool. Your clips, story. by the way,
3: are fantastic from this guy. His, I mean...
0: Oh, dude. This
3: guy, yeah. this guy, this guy, he's been through some shit, yo. Yeah,
0: yeah. He I mean, he's smart. smart. Oh, super very smart. smart. Super smart, super smart, good guy. Honestly, too, like, he's even... Came reach- is a good guy, too. Yeah, really good. He's... He's reached out to me about an idea of like he said he I should set up classes for how to set up like a podcast, you know. Good and idea. He, yeah. He had said that. I was like, uh, you know, I don't know. But either way either way, he, if
3: you wanna if you wanna start your own podcast, reach out to Matt and uh, for a small fee I'll help you.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not for a small one anymore. We got too many <laughs> shows already. But either way, but no. So what he had talked about is that his mom had left left him in the Philippines with his grandmother. She came to the U.S. and lived by herself for four years working. And, you know, I think she was in the nursing field and worked by herself for four years, lived by herself for four years, eventually saved up enough to bring them all over from the Philippines. Hell so yeah. that got me thinking. And, you know, there's more stories that that's happened. Like, that's something my father-in-law did also, which I've told the story before on the show. But... Um, but the but my thought was is like you know how fucking bad is it everywhere else that someone be willing to live here by themselves for four hold years? On. To, you hold know, on, hold like...
3: on, not not willing to live here by themselves, willing to leave their family to live yeah. here alone.
0: Yes, yeah. Un fucking
3: believable sacrifice.
0: Yeah. Oh, on dude, it's sacrifice on both ends too, right? Like think about like hundred percent. Like think about this too. Like if you're, you know, say I know he lived with his grandparents, but then say it's just his grandma. That's a single parent there with four four kids. You know, like three or four. kids elder. Yeah. Like when my when my father in law did it, my mother in law then was a single parent for four years of two kids. You know, like it ain't fucking easy on both and, ends.
3: And the, yeah, one end you're trying to establish, you're working, you know, 15 hour days. The other end, you're in some bullshit country that's treating you like shit. and You have to like worry about yeah. that. It's insanity. Yeah. insanity. Yeah, it
0: really is. But either way, that got me thinking, was there, is there anywhere you guys have thought of that you would live for four years with no, like you could make new friends and stuff like that but anywhere you'd want to live for four years with no friends and family. Lishmoosh, I'm going to go to you first. Uh, what's a place that crossed your mind?
2: So this, so it matters. Uh, if you go there by yourself, now you're saying you go there with no family, you have no responsibilities at this point, you're just taking care of yourself, right? Correct. Yes.
0: You're So the idea is- like, To build cor- wealth and bring correct. them over. Correct, yeah. You want to establish a life to be able to bring people over. Yeah, oh, so fine work, not- do what you do. So it's not right. to fuck off. You right? can, no. yeah, well, you know what? You can. I you can mean, take I,
3: it that way. Hey, hell yeah! Let's fuck off. Yeah, you, know? you got
0: four years. You got four years to do whatever. I mean, as Las long Vegas, you can, college, as as my long... answer is Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> 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 like it's not even a question. Hell years, yeah! Yeah, four years, and I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it. Las Vegas. Four
1: like, years.
3: Now now yeah. tell me, what exactly would you look to accomplish in Vegas in those four years? How would so, how would
2: the progression go, Scram? So here here here's the here's what the plan would be. Let's since go! I, since I have to since I actually have to accomplish something to like bring your family over. Right, right, right. I would right of course. Fuck off for two years and then work <laughs> hard for two years. If that's what it is. We'll split it right down the middle.
3: Yep, yep. But what are you looking for for like, what would you think your angle is for employment or money oh, making? So, what are you do? so
2: I would do the same thing. Okay. There's humongous hotels and casinos right. and everything there. Those sure. places need facility maintenance. Dude. Sure. I, I get a job there in a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and they have probably, you know, the HVAC systems I work on are probably smaller. You know what I mean? The, like yeah. the, ones in, the ones in Nevada probably get fucking, they probably get beat up like, you know, day well, after day after day, you'd I never bet. run out of work. You'd never right. run out of work. Yeah. Makes sense,
1: dude. Makes sense. I know like, yeah. When you first get there, you know, do do the whole HVAC thing just to kind of, you know, make some do money. money in HVAC too. But, but, dude, become a professional gambler and become a cheater. Hell yeah, Sean! Because, dude, just play blackjack. Because blackjack against a computer, you're not going to win against a computer. Okay. I don't care if they have no. five, six decks. So all you have to do is it's become professional. Become, you know, become. A professional cheater and like i don't know yes. some, like learn like i don't know learn some sort of random like uh what is that uh morse code or something and so like you got some dude whatever, just become a professional gamer learn how to count
2: now, cards now, i'll get now, feet half I feel, to death nah, on the first dude, day the only, ca- caveat I have that, the only caveat no, the i have
3: that as i grew up on casino the movie where yeah. his buddy was helping him and i saw what happens when they catch you and i'm yeah. out i'm yeah. out that's what, I, that's what I was don't saying. Don't put bro. my head in the vice, yo. No. Don't put my head in the vice. I don't want my eyeball to pop
0: no. out. Oh, God, no. But dude, that was a great scene. But,
2: dude, even like all that aside, there is, like, mad shit to do there all the time. Yeah. There's always, Hell like, yeah. concerts and shows. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, you know I mean, there's pools if you, on the roof, you know? I,
0: like, if you would, if you, so, like, you either could be a great gambler and make money that way, or you could, like, you'd have to not gamble at all. Because right. <laughs> like it's 100%. either, you, really, you know, like you bet if you don't gamble, you're going to have a great fucking great strategy, time. man. Yeah. You're,
3: you're dead on with that. Yeah.
0: Plus, too, like you could do like legit. Uh, like, do you know what grip work is? Right. Like yeah. grip gripping is when but you're behind the scenes of like a show production or something like it's yep. those guys that are always dressed in black that are moving wires or pushing crates or whatever the fuck it is. Right, like, or you can get in the cameraman's union, right, or there's something like, like, there's a ton of different things, or like, I'm sure they have like a stagehand union, like a stage carpenter union, whatever. Like, there's Mm -hmm. so much of like entertainment industry jobs available there that I'm sure like you could jump into and have like a crazy, crazy story and lifestyle and have a blast. Also, like coming up soon, we have this guest her name's Jill Hearth, and her episode is gonna be airing in a couple weeks. But she lived on a, on in a, in a casino on the Vegas Strip, yeah. right? And she so she had a saying, where it was like uh food like room food and something else, it was like R F and D or whatever it is, and you would and it just everything went to the room and it was all covered by the casino because she was a professional makeup artist, and she said it was the fucking time of her Dude, sign life. Me up. You know what I mean?
2: On-call fucking mechanic all night. You know what I mean? Here's the problem, Liam. If you put me in a room and take care of my fucking meals and everything, sign me up. I'm there. Yeah. Here's the problem.
3: Just like Matt said. Now, remember, if we're thinking like the goal is to get the significant other, like you said, you're either working or you're gambling. You can't do both. You're a professional gambler or you're a worker. Now, if I try to dip my toe in both, I call back. and In two years, she goes, how much money do you have saved up? And I say, zero he yeah. says why i go because i suck at gambling and they're like what the fuck
0: yeah they're like hey uh you can move here but you have to work at the bunny ranch so. <laughs> See,
2: i think it i think it would still be awesome i need though, your income like, too I, uh, I
1: i've been there to, to
2: bunny yes ranch.
1: really
0: wow that's- Yo, I'll tell you, there was a when they had the show on a uh, on uh, HBO, and she ended up doing a couple shoot like professional uh, videos. But her name was Aiden Thirty Eight Double Yes,
3: I, I fan love fan of her.
0: the show, listener
3: of the show.
1: Well, well no, you guys, guys know love the saying. Her.
3: Shout out that bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, you guys know the saying. Like, if a guy has no game, like you, you know, you can't get laid in the whorehouse. That's how bad my game was to this day. <laughs> <laughs> i got i got i got i got kicked out because i was too drunk Ooh. Ah, yeah. what are you gonna do hey see, true story. i think i could stay I, high from Fair? that
2: part of it there. and just enjoy like the atmosphere you know what i mean yeah like i could no, go like, without drinking and everything and Hey, just... Sean, like lamar odom
0: yeah i don't but know what it is also do it. Do it. at least Dude, you it's didn't a, cool pay place. a million dollars right like you know you didn't waste any money either you might have got thrown yep. out but i mean i'm i'm assuming and i don't i mean i've paid for sex in other ways but not in, oh. not in, not with money no, but i've paid it yeah i've paid you know we've all paid A wedding for ring se- yeah in tears yeah. oh my god
1: <laughs> blood sweat
0: and tears you've paid for that shit
1: you know my soul
0: the amount of fucking things i've done to get laid it's unfucking real but the fact like i don't know i'd have to think because I had a buddy who went to... I won't shout him out, but he's been on the show. And I had a buddy who, who did the wishy-washy gimmick. And Tom he was LaBelle. like, it was cool at... It was cool at... Let's just say this guy... Uh, he, it's he, me.
3: He, let's just say it's <laughs> me. It's fucking me, all right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you guys who it is off air. But uh, uh, so this guy said he went there and, like, it was cool. They did the bath and, like, all that gimmick. And he had a beer and whatever. And he got to do his thing with the chick. But then he had to pay... And he was like, at the end, he wished he had the money back and would have rather just jerked off. You know what I mean? Like, so sucked, though. I mean, I I can't imagine the Bunny Rancher still, like, you might have less regret, but you're still going to be like, ah, was it worth... The price is
3: probably a little too steep. Yeah, was it
0: worth $600 to fucking skaboosh this bitch? I I don't know.
1: Either way, either way, no, no, I, I think what we should do is, if I was king of the United States, I had, like, I had, like, all seeing power i could do everything i wanted yes no no i, I would do it in, in select cities rape? no no i would do it in select cities i would i would make it legal in select cities and then do a very extensive study to see if uh rape went down because i think it would because I I, yeah. I, I I think if dudes had the option to like just go Yeah. Some place that was legal. Rape would be look up,
0: look up what the look up like the rape percentage in Costa Rica, because Costa Rica, it's legal. And down there, it's like a father son tradition. When the son hits a certain (laughs) age, the dad takes him to a whorehouse. And he's like, you're the man now, son. Go stick Hold your on. dick in it, you know? Did you
3: just tell me I'm Puerto Rican at heart? I'm confused with just Co- 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 Costa
0: Rican, I, Steve. Whatever Rica.
3: it is. Yeah, Costa Rica, I'm pretty sure that that's what I am. That's my spirit country. That's where I need to be.
0: Dude, but they have, like, it's all legal through, That's you the know. coolest
3: fucking tradition I ever saw. Yeah, My bro. dad took me out back and made me fucking getting the catcher's outfit and threw fucking grounders into my goddamn jaw until I played better. <laughs> these guys yeah. take their kids to a whorehouse. Yeah, I need to move there.
0: they are like, you're a man now. You know what I mean? So now That's you the don't awesomest
3: have shit I've ever heard.
0: Yeah. Now you don't have a bunch of horned up fucking wabushes, you know, or like even like late at night, if these guys are out at the bar and they strike out, they don't have to, like, get, you know, drug or get physical be like, now, oh, you know, I can just go wherever. Girls you know? would be a little well, upset
3: about this because now it wouldn't be so easy for them to play you because you'd just be like, oh, you don't want to give me the time of the day? Well, I'm just going to go pay this broad the fuck. So I wonder, too, if
0: relationships face. are stronger that way, then, because they're I not agree. looking to, like, they're not, they're not, like, you know, they're not entranced by the aspect of getting laid that they'll do, like, dumb shit. Like, dude. I agree. When, I, I know we all when we first started dating girls for the first, like, you know, for the first time, like, like I thought, I mean, the first girl that ever had sex with me consistently, I was like, this must be, the- I-, I must be in love with this person. You know what I mean? When it turns out I was not, and <laughs> she was not in love with me. You know what I mean? But like, you're getting tranced by this, this idea of this. Whereas like, if we had this outlet, we would have more confidence on ourselves because that was a huge downer of like, you know, like, oh, you can't get laid. Oh, you're a bitch. Like, what unless are, you know, build what I mean? up cum.
3: Like, when you're full of cum, you're super dumb. Oh, um, dude, you are the dumbest. So, <laughs> so I mean,
0: I mean,
1: it, you know. I I don't know the, I know like deep in this tangent, but not but like my first deployment, I I turned uh, twenty-one just before I went to Cartagena, Columbia. And dude, Oh it, my god, it, I'm
3: jerking off already. Talk slow when you say this story, because oh my god. cock's in my hand.
1: No, I'm not gonna get like too much of the details, but like, no, it was it was completely legal there, and that's how it was. Like, I'll go fuck to every bar. girl in
3: Colombia. I'll just be honest. I'll fuck oh. every
1: single girl in Colombia. No, like, like Cartagena is uh, it's a tourist town, and so you go you go to the bar, and there's uh, everybody need curfew there. You can basically they close when they want to close. Sean, look but, at me, like...
3: right in my face, and tell me was that bar full of the hottest girls you've ever seen?
1: Oh, Latina, no, I love them. But, ha- however, this bar would not <laughs> let prost- they wouldn't let prostitutes in but outside the bar because like there's certain bars like they would let them in certain ones they would let him out yeah and this one they wouldn't let him in but all all the prostitutes knew that like all the high-end guys would go in there and if they if they struck out and they go outside and so literally you go outside the bar they're just lying there down the street. Just like sitting there, like, hey, how are you doing? Like, And they cook, they clean, they do it, yeah. they, they worship you. They're the best humans on earth.
0: Yeah, that's the problem well, then, I think, is that you would end up falling in love with all these hookers. The problem like, is her know, brother
3: and her dad and her uncle are in the cartel and they're going to fucking hang me from a bridge by my ankles and then cut my head off. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. Well, dude, no, no, it's funny. Is that, like, the old timer, the old timer skills, when I first got in, it was like, like just after 9 11. But so in the old timers, they were still back. When like so when afford, you say old timers, he...
3: the Panama guys, right? The guys that actually saw a little combat in Panama and all that shit. Yeah,
1: that yeah. was very not not very many, but most of yeah. them like you'd go you'd go like these like, like peacekeeping operations, and one of them like, okay. they go to the, they go to the Philippines. Oh. And, and they would and they would actually uh, they would hire prostitutes, not yeah. for the prostitute part of it, just to like wash their shit, like watch their room. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, do, uh... And they'd be like, hey, like cook cook me dinner. Do it naked. cook me dinner, and like they would just yes! do, they just All right. they could do they could just do shit. This nice. is back in like the eighties. I mean, you know, I wasn't even the cram- greatest. Around.
0: Yeah, this is back when
1: the, the world was the worth world living. Was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> How about it? How fucking well, it cold, cold? Cold war. Cold right. war. I mean, there was like there was definitely some tension. Cold uh, war I
0: sounded mean, pretty hot to me, baby.
3: Dad, Dad, we put yeah. a Spanish fish in front of me. We boil it.
0: Bro, not okay. Nice. So then let's keep it moving. So Le Shmoosh, you're saying Vegas, uh, and then Sean, where are you gonna live for four years? Oh Which shit! Is a yeah, very yeah. good
3: question for you because you've been all yeah, over the world. You've you've been, yeah, you've actually fuck. lived places. Yeah, and you've seen two whales fuck. So your opinion matters the most.
0: So, so is that a thing that? So when uh, in the in the movie Lone Survivor, where like there's a part no, in it's them-
3: not the fucking stupid saying they all say, but it is okay. a thing that two right. whales fuck. That okay. thing to cite
2: it
1: is not like a thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, the thing is, I mean, I, I can't speak for. I mean, we are a very small community, but I can't say like right. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some units, uh, you know, platoons that like made guys do random shit to memorize for it. Sure. But, like, for sure, we didn't have to, but you know, but like that shirt was definitely around. Like, I mean, we definitely had our like, our merch thing. Every single platoon had their own little merch, you know, a little saying, and like it was not on the east coast. At least it was not uncommon to see a shirt that had had that whole saying on it all in the back of it and
3: just to say matt that saying was fuck fire that whatever he recited was fucking fire yeah, know. in that in that movie
1: yeah yeah yeah. I don't, I don't know who like i don't know what it is but it's very common like we have like our little internal sayings seals are some good writers like it's weird like everyone thinks the seals are these combat warriors but like what do you mean it's book- weird you're all like smart a lot, as fuck well, some, yeah but like to the outsiders like but like a lot of us are bookworms. There's
0: worms. a stereotype for sure.
1: Yeah, but a lot of people don't know, like. We're, yeah, we're, we're bookworms. Like, and we get for out. Sure, but uh, very smart. Anyways, guy. anyways, the place I want to go to, uh, and I, I'm actually going to probably make this happen. Probably not, not for four fucking years. But uh, uh Israel, and they're called kibbutz. So Israel, um, they're not uh, really socialist. They're not. They're not really it, socialist. Isn't no, your no, wife
0: a member of the tribe? If I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, and yeah. so because of because of that, my kids can actually go to Israel for free because of their mom.
3: Oh,
0: yes. yeah, so, hell so, yeah, hell so,
1: yeah, So it's not it's not a bi- I don't know, it may be a biology thing, but from a cultural religious thing, uh, if you, if your wife is Jewish and your kids are Jewish, they're hundred percent Jewish in the eyes of Israel. Nice. And so my my kids can get a full ride there. But no, no, the kibbutz. They're the basically kibbutz. it's. It's, it's a farm. It's, it's, it's a farming community within Israel and anyone in agriculture knows that the Israelis are just so innovative and like all these innovative innovations have come from Israel, um, like drip irrigation. They've created like new crops. They created potatoes that you can basically put salt water on. Uh, they have like drone technology where like these farms are basically just completely automated. Um, They have all these amazing uh, irrigation systems. Hand to
0: hand combat.
1: Well, well, that's oh yeah. I mean, Israel in general, like the the most amount of uh, Nobel Peace Prizes per capita have come from Jews, and their and their IQ is actually if you if you were to do. You know, stats right now, just the IQ tests across the board, Uh, the the, uh, Chinese and Israelis are the highest. Here's how it doesn't surprise
2: me at all. Here's how
0: successful Jewish people are, is that we all have daughters, right? And if my daughter was dating a Jewish guy, I'd be fine with it.
2: My sister married one and I was like, all right
0: yeah good for you yeah. it's like bagging a professional athlete almost it's like you know waiting on a
2: scratch off
0: yeah
1: it's like oh all right yeah. well
0: they're gonna be good you know i'm sure the food could be better but what are you gonna do
1: dude Dude, and right now right now it's actually a good time for uh, non-jewish folks to find a jewish wife or husband because uh there's this disease called um sachs disease oh. long story short it's long story short it basically predisposes like dying very very young and it's a recessive gene, so if you have two Jews who have the gene and they have kids, it's almost one hundred percent certain your kids going to die before they're forty. So you're saying so- we got
3: to get rid of the Jews?
1: No, 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 no not at all. No, I didn't no, mean not, to say not that. Not. My
3: bad, my bad. I didn't oh, mean man. to go Kanye on
1: it. Yeah, well, yeah, what's up with that guy? But, but no, no, no. anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking nuts. He's bipolar. He's a retard. He's he's you can say he's probably, Oh, I he's price. He's a fucking he's, probably, he's probably Smart, but he's he's probably bipolar. I agree. But, uh, that's no, no, no. Some crazy shit for him to no, say no, that. No, no it's no, yo. No, no, but the Thai Sax thing is so prevalent that a lot of Jews uh either have to have to get a surrogate or they're saying the doctors will be like, hey, like you can't have kids together. No, so so you're
3: saying that's exclusive to Jewish people, correct? Yeah, it's
1: called Thai Saxism. No, is
3: it like it like the only thing I could think of would it be like the same equivalent of like now we're not talking culturally, but like you're it's like a like a sickle cell, like it's only yeah,
1: exact same
3: exact same. Well analogy i don't want to say the same thing but like the analogy yeah. is
1: correct yeah it's the exact same thing Yes. Yeah. so if, okay if the viewers if the viewers don't know Ty sacks i've never heard, heard of it Ty sacks is the or um sickle cell anemia is a lot of africans get it yeah and it's if you get sickle cell anemia it's not actually necessarily a good thing because your body can't carry oxygen as much right but right. but but you can't get malaria so it's like this trade-off evolution has come up with like it's like yeah you won't you won't get so
3: if um, I live
1: in the Congo, I'll, I'll take sickle cell to not get malaria. Well, well, nowadays, nowadays malaria is so treatable. I mean, you can just take, like, doxycycline. But um, I guess your analogy breaks down because we're not really sure why TISACS is so prevalent. We're not sure, like, what the benefit that's of it is. Right. Like, we don't know, like, because sickle cells, we've already identified it. It's like, yeah, it'll stop you from getting malaria. But TISACS, like, we're not sure what, what the benefit is. But that's how evolution works sometimes, is that you have, like, a good trait that uh, gets carried on along with his other trait. Cause there's no like consciousness devolution as far as we know, it just sort of just things randomly happen. Builds and sometimes, itself out. Yeah. And sometimes uh, good traits get passed on with bad battery. Right. Uh, and so um, anyways, yeah. On the science
3: tangent. I don't know. Hell yeah. Maya? Yep. Let's have it, Steve O. So Maya's gonna be the most meat headed answer on the planet, but not because of meat head reason, right? It's because of the humbleness, the uh the way they the way they value family, the way they value the things in life that I would value over this bullshit materialistic nonsense, right? I wanna go to Dagestan. I wanna be there with Khabib and his guys. Khabib has the most money on this planet, he still lives in a mud hut with his mom. He don't give a fuck. Guys are driving by in a fucking Toyota with a Mark 48, mounted on the back, ready to go. Khabib don't care. He's not, you know, the money will never touch him. And then you hear all these people, like, the humbleness of that man and his, like, the way those Muslims, real Muslims are. And I hear, like, the way he acts. People keep going, oh, we've offered Khabib $10 million for a grappling match, and he'll come back for Connor, and he'll come back for this. No, he fucking won't. If you know who Khabib is, he said, when my father died, I made a promise to my mother I will never fight again. And if you think Khabib... The ability of these guys, and then you see, like, Islam Makachev, you see all these other guys, it has zero to do with, like, the status. It has zero to do with his fancy car his clothes or how many broads he fucked or what he does or what's in his – it's all about respect and how much, like, he loves his family and how much that means to him. He does that for his people. The only reason Islam just beat the shit out of one of the most ridiculously tough Brazilians I've ever seen in my life was because he wanted to pay tribute to Khabib's dad, his coach, who told him forever that he would be that guy, you know, for his – ever if you keep training hard you keep doing the right things you keep working hard it'll work it'll pay off for you and even when it does pay off they don't give a fuck i don't need the cameras i don't need fucking cnn and fox and fucking tmz i don't need a ferrari i don't need none of that shit what i need is for my people to love me that's all they care about so to learn like uh and the, my big thing where I said is too there's a thing called uh, the anatomy of a fighter right will harris does these things When you hear like, uh, he went over there for three months during Ramadan. And like they always say, while in Rome do like the Romans, right? So he was over there during Ramadan. So he did whatever they did. He didn't, you know, he's like, as a, as a piece to their culture, I made sure that I showed them the respect that whatever they were doing, I was going to do with them. So if they weren't eating while whatever it was, or they couldn't do this or that, I did whatever they did. When it was prayer, I did what they did just to show them that, even though that's not my thing, you know, I have respect for what they're doing and, uh, to see, like, the insight of the way the people over there... Now, that's a little controversial. Yeah. It's not Russia. It's not... But the Dagestanis and the way those guys, uh, specifically the fighters out of that country, yeah. the way they, like, uh, value the right things and don't give a fuck about any of this nonsense that goes on in America with your materialistic bullshit. Yeah. I, uh, I absolutely envy it. I absolutely yeah, envy I will, it. I, dude, I, dude, I, I, dude,
1: I was going to say, I also like, too, that, about that... Because he, he is Muslim and, like... I like it. I like that you said he's a real Muslim because real Muslim. after because after Afghanistan and Iraq there was a lot of bullshit going on there like and I I was over in like in Muslim communities True the vast majority great the people. Vast, great people. The, va- the vast 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 majority of Muslims great people are cool people mm-hmm. do, do I do I like that the fact that like women have to cover up no but like a real no. Muslim but a real Muslim if if a woman wants to take the the garb off they can mm-hmm. and, and, and he is but they like, do it out of
3: respect for their husband right it's all everything's about respect in that culture
1: you no know, but i'm saying but like but he's like showcasing that like real muslims like allow women to have the freedom to go do what the hell they fucking want and sure. it shows like how respectful they are like because for for a while people's like oh like even i mean even cnn was doing it fox news and all these, these folks were just like saying oh all muslims are these like crazy yeah, people. let's no, keep so it like, let's keep it moving it's like one so, yeah, percent of the 1%. one
0: yeah i agree so either way what i've experienced but for me so, maddie especially like yeah. the
3: culture of the wrestling you know that so yeah
0: so my experience though when it comes to the smaller countries like that the uh i'll say this they might, they, well the, i'll say for the like maybe the smaller countries the, the you know the like the albanians of the world of course the of morality course. and, like, the ethics are so the much humbleness. stronger than, uh like, uh you know, an American, like, you know, a, a popular country is. So, I... Hold I, on, hold on,
3: my best... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead,
0: keep going. I was going to say... So like when you see those types of cultures where respect and like, I remember this is a perfect example of a couple of years ago, there was like a European soccer tournament and the Irish fans, it was in like France and the Irish fans had gone to France and like started fights and like caused all the shit and like, you know, like hooligan stuff. And the, you know, the Albanian fans were so proud because the French said that the Albanian fans could come back anytime. They were completely respectful of everyone's stuff. They were very hospitable and very polite. So like their thought of being like, you know, uh like morally sound, polite, courteous, like those are the things that they value in their culture instead of instead of you know i would say like some of the immoral aspects but go ahead so so
1: maddie i'm gonna say maddie are Albanians are they muslim like what's like predominantly nation so
0: they're 50 50 where it's nation of islam is there it's so it's islam and uh greek orthodox christian
1: yeah and then what's the population what's the population of albania
0: Probably like a three mil, two and a half, yeah, three a mil. Amount, okay, a Pretty, Okay, yeah.
1: But like for me, the the
3: humility, the thing, what I say, humility, like the um. Again, I I come off as an asshole, but you guys know me. You guys been around me when we train Like the the reason why I love you guys, is I bled with you guys. There's like a reason you see. So like with those countries in that area, the way I see uh like Khabib all the time. Uh, my dad used to tell me this all the time because I'm an emotional guy that. Uh, if someone else can control your emotions, that makes you a weak man. You yeah. cannot let other people control your emotions, right? Yeah. You control your emotions, and when I see these guys going nuts on Khabib, well, which I'm saying as a white guy, when I say Khabib, Habib, when you when they do that with Habib, like he, you've never saw him ever break character, ever break form. Even with Connor, the greatest shit talker on the planet, he would look over and go, "I can't wait to humble you," because when I humble you, I'm going to change your face i did like what never, he said like yeah. you never saw him stand up get aggressive get upset no. you will never ever ever get under their skin or change that man's emotions by what you say
0: yeah i did love when he said this is respect sport uh-huh. right like this isn't a, a in talk... the
3: cage while he was holding him down he said let's talk now
0: Right, yeah, and that's, uh, he does but, his but, talking but, with but, his fist, which you but, love. Yeah, but
1: here, but here's the counterpoint to that. There, there isn't I, Connor like I, like. Do I want my kids to be like Connor? No, but there isn't like. No, he's making money, are,
3: but that 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 the Dagestani's don't fuck with you that. You Got to sell shit. a
0: fight, bro. You got to sell a fight. Yeah, but, but
3: when you, yeah, but when you do yeah. that to a guy who lives in a mud hut and doesn't give a fuck about money, there's no selling the fight. I don't give a fuck about that. What I give a fuck? Is about our competition. So, like when Connor did that to him, that's where I said it was really where like the rubber meets the road. Because Connor finally met a guy that he couldn't get into his head, and every time he could be looked at him, he's like, "I don't care if six people watch this fight. I will fight you in the bathroom right now with no one watch because it doesn't mean shit to me. I just want to show yeah. you who I am as a man and that." Yeah. Like, I'll that's, that's what I strive no, I, to be. People like that.
1: No, I'm just saying, like, I, I like I like both. I like that Connor does exist, but I it's, it's also cool. Like, like, I agree with that. Like, like a real quiet, a quiet dude. But like, I yeah, don't envy nope.
3: Connor, though. I envy uh, Khabib. I do. I envy the way oh, they move, oh, I envy dude, the way they live their
1: dude, lives. I envy that. Yeah, Connor's gonna be bankrupt in 10 years. Come on, let's be honest here. And Khabib <laughs> will be
3: rich forever, even if he didn't have money.
1: <laughs> exactly, because Connor and doesn't probably, need
0: he, money or for Khabib. Khabib doesn't see money as he a source of, like source of wealth. Like his source of wealth comes from community and respect and and but like
1: honor. Like no, those are what he no. finds value. No, but no, no, no. But K- Khabib's smart. He's probably has some financial advisors saying. Probably hey, he does. But this put this, is, put this He's in not mutual funds? to be poor. Put this right? in mutual funds. No. Like like Connor. Connor's not putting any money into mutual funds. He's no. not. He's just not. Ratha and the difference if like, is, hey, if it all... Hey, what's a Roth IRA? He's like, I don't know what a Roth IRA is.
3: And here's the real... Here's where, again, if it all if all shit hits the fan and they both go broke, Khabib will still be the same man as a happy man with his family and his people and his hut, and Connor will fucking cry and try to go back on welfare and fucking uh, Ireland and have everyone else pay for him being a fucking... Khabib will never do that. That's the so, difference.
0: No. Yeah, so, alright, so let's keep it moving then. So, uh, on the show this week, Alicia Tahan-Lungit he has been a ER nurse for thirty years, right? He's worked at uh, Orange County Correctional Facility, Greater Fur Montgomery County, like all he's working the in the correctional facilities and prison systems like all over the place and he's got some crazy crazy ER stories. He told one about how he got the nickname Kung Fu Panda, where he was working a shift in the triage. And all of a sudden, over the loudspeaker, Eric Henry
3: gave him the tip alarm.
0: <laughs> yeah, they said they had a uh, a code green level one code green, which means it's a violent patient. And the patient was running at him. He <sighs> tackled him, and then it was took twenty people to get him. You know, it was just a crazy story, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Podcast. But it got me thinking: Have we ever had any crazy experiences in a hospital? So the schmoosh. I'm going to go to you first. Craziest experience at a hospital. Let me have it, baby.
2: So personally, for me, I I was injured at work. Uh, I took a nail, like, across the top of my head. It, like, sliced the top. of It, like, went down the top of my head. Like, I had my hands over my head. The site electrician I was working with, he goes, he goes, you got to take your hands off. Let me see it so I can see how bad it is if you can... You can't hear me. No, you're no, good. I'm Keep I'm going. good background. Oh, dude. sorry. I got my hands on my head. He's like, You gotta take it off so I can see how bad it is. Took my hands off and just splat. You know what I mean? Uh, it was so It's like the nasty. There's uh, nothing uh, so so like, right, like head
3: blood. Nothing uh, like yeah. head blood.
2: Yeah. So he's like, All right, dude, you're losing too much blood. There's no uh, way you can he's like, you can't you can't drive yourself to the ER or whatever. So they take me. I'm sitting there waiting. Like, How,
0: are you like in the car, just like holding your? Yeah. Well, together? at that
2: point, I had like rags press on your... my head and stuff. And oh just my down. god! But the 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 craziest part, the part that like stuck with me the most, is when she took the nurse that took care of me. When she took the stapler out of the drawer and she's like, "I'm gonna staple your head back together." Blah blah blah. She puts the novocaine in. When she's sitting there going, "Kachink, kachink, kachink," across the top of my head, dude. It was like the fucking like you know what i mean it like makes your fucking yeah blood itch. Oh, it's like dude, the and you feel her, like sound sound, dead yeah, yet, yeah. and it you're just, just like
0: oh god yeah
2: you can't feel it because the nova came but you can right. just like how many feel like the pressure it? uh it's like i don't know maybe like five or six. Oh, but just god. like hearing it like you can feel the pressure and like hear like the metal hit your <laughs> skull dude is so fuck just gross <laughs> you know?
0: yeah so ah. nice all right Damn, pretty good, Lishmoosh. All right, strong Sam. What about you?
3: Craziest hospital.
0: So I obviously have
3: many of these, but this one is—I'm uh, going to go back to a young bull one, right? Because it's kind of fun. So it's funny for you when I tell it. it. Wasn't funny for me. It changed my life. You know, like we obviously we're going to run it back, like the song. This changed my life and opened my eyes more than any song on the planet. So I'm down Ocean City, Maryland. This is I don't fucking know. Uh, whatever. Some year. That was like 10, 15 years ago. Okay. We're down there. It's a bunch of us, right? We're going to go like late 2000s, I guess, like 2010. We're yeah. down at Ocean City, Maryland. And in Dewey Beach, which is in Delaware, right up the street, you can yeah. camp on the beach, right? So okay. a fuckload of us, we're all camping on the beach. We got broads. I met this Cuban bitch. There's, a, there's broads all over. We're hanging out. I got my boys with me. We're cooking. We're all in tents. So the one morning, we wake up. And uh, everybody's eating uh, breakfast, right? I'm not a big breakfast guy because I'm a wrestler and I'm just used to not eating it, blah, blah, blah. Wake up and they're all making eggs. I don't fuck with eggs either. I'm that weirdo that doesn't do that. So they make all these eggs. Everyone has a big breakfast with eggs. I don't eat anything because I don't eat eggs. So uh, we go to the boardwalk and we're on the beach. And my friend, one of the guys I was with, I'm not going to name him, <clears throat> Steve McCall, not going to name him. But uh, so North Wales guy, we're all hanging out. Me and him are like, yo, let's go hit the, bar, uh, the bars on uh, Ocean City Boardwalk. He's a couple years older. He's like 23 at this point. I'm 21 or he's 20 fucking four. I'm 22, whatever. So uh, if anybody knows the Ocean City Boardwalk, there's like in that uh, first street to or second street to like fucking 17th, there's 25 bars uh, on the boardwalk, right? So it's nine o'clock in the, or 10 o'clock in the morning. They just opened. We hit everyone. Car bombing every single one up and back. Actually, I should know the because That's how we did this. If you would explain it like this to me, Matt, I would have known better and not thought I was up every time. But so we went up to the top of the street and then on the way back, we hit all the bars back again. Right. they' are taking a car bomb. It's fucking 10 in the morning. So after, I don't know, I'm at this point, 160 pound, 20 fucking two year old kid. Didn't mm. eat breakfast. Haven't eaten in, I don't know, 20 hours. I take 25 <laughs> car bombs. So by the time I get to the last one, me and Steve, Steve falls off. I don't want to name him. Steve falls off the other Steve that I'm not going to name. McCall specifically Steve McCall. Okay. Uh, Falls off the bar stool and I fall off too. And we're like laughing and shit. Like you guys got to get the fuck out. Right. So now the alcohol hits. So the alcohol hits. Jay Romeo is uh, there with me and Jay walks up and uh, the cops see me like laid out on the boardwalk. They had already co- somebody called. They see me fucking doing the fucking, you know, Tommy two step onto my face. So they call the cops. Cops show up. They're like, look. If your man can stand up and walk away with you, then we'll let it go. And M- Jay goes, he looks over at me and is like, okay, no problem. Picks me up. He goes, you were such a dead body. And Jay's the strongest kid i He fucking robocop. Jay goes, I lifted you up. You fell. I couldn't even hold you. You just fell like a dead oh weight. Like a God. like a slippery fucking octopus right <laughs> through my arms, right? <laughs> Onto the ground. So I get back the fuck. He's like trying to get me up in front of the cops. Thank God he didn't get me up, right? Then we'll get to this. He's trying to get me up, trying to get me away so I won't get in trouble. And the cops are like, look, your man's so fucked up. We're not trying to get him in trouble. We're going to call an ambulance. I can see how this, whoever that cop was shot out that cop, a real one. I, show, just, I just need show. to get him in ambulance, right? The fuck getting in trouble, need an ambulance. Call an ambulance. They take me to a hospital. That's the last I remember was falling off the bar stool, right? So I wake up in the hospital. I'm in the ER and I have, I'm butt naked, but I have a towel over my like, you know, my midsection. And I look up and I see Jay Romeo and I see his wife at this point, Lauren, right? And they're both just like, holy shit, Steve, you're fucking, yeah, I know. All right. And they're like, Jay's like, cuz, like, I'm like, all right, you know, I pound Jay up. He's like, I'm out here. I got you. Like, I appreciate you. I love you. He walks out of the room. The lady comes back in and she's like, okay, Steve. So what we have to do now is we have to, uh, uh, by the way, I'm like, hold on. Did you guys fucking like pump my, did you guys pump my stomach? And she was like, no, no, no. We charcoaled you. But, um, which absorbs it like kitty litter. That's how she explained it. She's like, but just so you know, on your paperwork, you blew up your blood alcohol content was 0.39. She's like, so I want you to know that most people don't open their eyes when they go closed at (laughs) 0.39. They don't reopen. And I was like, you know, I'm 21. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm a mutant. She was like, no, you're the luckiest guy I know. You're not a fucking mutant. You're a fucking yeah. lucky motherfucker, right? Yeah. So then she goes, no, all I have to do is have you sign a couple papers. We'll uh, get your clothes. We'll get the cat out. We'll get everything going and you're back out. And I was like, hell yeah, lady. You're the best. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you caught to what I just said in that little spiel, but it was get your clothes, sign some papers and get the cat out. I know I didn't even know what that meant, right? Uh, so, the cat I'm laying there. We the kill it. Here. I'm laying there. I'm laying there. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Why do I feel the piss dripping out of my dick?" (laughs) Like, lift up the deflated, deflated the bowl. There's a hose in my cock. So Uh... immediately, at this point, I've heard the horror stories. My father's had one. My brothers had one. Uh, Chuck Modi, who's been uh, brought up a million times on the show, has had one. One of my closest friends, at this point, shockingly,
2: he's had one.
3: (laughs) Yes, I've heard the horror stories. Right? (laughs) I'm not even. I'm not even going to fucking hold you. I had tears rolling out of my eyes because I knew. When I was trying to mentally prepare for this, right? So I have tears just pouring out of my eyes. Lady walks back in. She's like, what are you crying for? I go, please be, because I need you to be the most honest with me. How bad is this going to be? She was like, oh, it's going to be fucking terrible. I don't have a dick, so I don't know. But I know it's not going to be great. But I've been doing this for 30 years, so I'm good at it. And I was like, well, I I wanted to hug the bitch, because for her to be honest, she was like, I don't have a dick, so I don't know what to tell you. But I've been doing this a long time. It's not going to go well. Okay. She pulls it out, right? I'm fucking, like, hyperventilating and shit because so I think I'm going to die. Pulls it out. And then uh, and then Jay and all them already, they had to go home, so they left. So now I have to go home with, in the back of a fucking uh, Ford Focus, like 1992, not the newer cool ones, the fucking old school pieces of shit with four dudes and one broad who was bigger than all the dudes. And we're in the car, and I'm in the fucking middle of the backseat after I just had a hose yanked out of my dick. <laughs> and the damn near died from alcohol poisoning. So I'm in the fucking, you know, the the you might as well be in the middle of a Spirit a airline with uh Yokozuna and fucking earthquake next to me. I can't move. Right. So I had to ride all the way home and then I pissed blood for a week or two. And then I thought I was in the clear. Right. I got over it. I didn't die. I thought I got it. Well, at that point, my mail still went to my parents' house. I wasn't living there at the time. I already had my own spot. My mail went there. Yeah. My mom calls me, and so my mom's a crazy bitch, ready to light me on fire because she just got a bill that got sent to the crib for like $63,000 <laughs> $63, for my ER visit uh, wait, 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 everything wait. else. And right. I never paid a dime to it, so fuck you, Marilyn! Wait,
1: 63000 or 6300
3: 63000 My Ooh, ER visit, uh, the, the charcoal fuck? in my stomach, the, uh, all the meds I was on. 63000 um, Yes. The, uh, the, the, the ambulance ride guy. alone. Yeah. Like, the ambulance uh, ride alone, because where I was in Ocean City, they didn't have a trauma unit. They had to take me to a trauma unit. It was, like, way further than what it should have been. Just the ambulance alone was like a fucking nine rack run. What the fuck?
1: Jesus? But yeah, that, that was my was... once
3: and only time with the catheter, and, uh, and that I was a long time ago. I highly recommend against.
1: Yeah,
0: sounds not like a it. fun experience. So very nice. Let's keep it moving then. Shout we out com- Jay Romeo for being there. <laughs> yep, shout out. Uh, so we're coming close to the top of time, but before we get out of here, Sean, what do you got for a crazy hospital story?
1: I'll, I'll keep it short. Uh,
3: because I am gonna you medic. last because you're a goddamn <sighs> field doctor, yeah. Yeah, I, I was a something.
1: com, I was a combat medic, so I got a lot. I, I got a lot of do we go that way,
3: Matt? What do we ask him? Do we ask him for the craziest combat medic story or his own personal story?
0: I mean, whatever's crazy, I don't, you know, no, I'm, I'm you not- know, I don't I want got- him to to get said no,
1: uh, yeah do whatever i'm trying sure. to keep it funny i'm trying to keep it funny i'll keep it funny like uh, there's, <laughs> yeah th- there's two funny ones that come to mind but i'll go with the one okay. and so the reason combat medics are so good is because uh we first of all we do we do stuff on goats we do we do goat labs we shoot goats we shoot pigs and we, we save them and that's just training Yo! and so and so after that you have to do it's a seven month long training and uh, Fort Bragg, even the Navy guys go to Fort Bragg with the Army guys, and yeah. we do uh, six months of a lot of book work, a lot of training with the with the animals, and then the last month you have to do two weeks in a ER, and you're basically functioning as uh, a resident. So, if, so before you, you become a doctor, get your bachelor's degree, you get medical school, and then you go to residency, and then you become a doctor. So, I was basically functioning as a an ER resident. I was allowed to do like anything they were allowed to do. Chest tubes. I could do you know surgeries, basic surgeries. You know, obviously with in conjunction with a full fledged doctor. I was under their right under their uh, license. But uh, I was in the ER for one week, and we had this fucking midget come in. And this fucking midget was just complete. The paramedics <laughs> you're, brought you're him in. Right. That's not right, dude. He <laughs> was he was biggest. Dude, he was big and strong. He was a midget, but like. <laughs> He was like 200 pounds, like biggest fuck. Damn. And I and I started noticing like his arms just like scar tissue everywhere. And he was completely passed out. And the uh, the paramedics, I overheard them telling the doctor and then and ER nurses that he had he was a well known heroin addict in the community. They're pretty sh- pretty sure he was just OD'd, OD'd on OD on heroin. So when you when you do when someone OD's on heroin, you have to give him Narcan. Yeah. And. So, and so long story short is I know, like five minutes passes. Finally, they talk to the doctor. Doctor gives the orders to the nurse. And the nurse tells me, like, give them Narcan. And she's super busy doing all kinds of other shit. Because this is, they say this is like the worst places in the United States. Like, this is Jacksonville on a Saturday night, like 2 a.m. It's like the worst. Like, they, they send all Oof. of all the combat medics to the worst places because we're only going to be there for a month so they want, they want us to see the most amount of trauma God, as damn. fast as possible and it makes
3: sense because jacksonville's the biggest city in florida
1: like it's a big city dude that's fucking tough i mean i mean i was in jacksonville I mean, I'll, I'll, a, sh- a short side story i mean there was a guy who got shot by a gang member and coughed blood in my face Ooh, so, oh. but but anyway that was like a week prior so i, I thought i had aids for a week but yeah. anyway. <laughs> I, I had that i had that going on in my mind but uh, no this dude the, the doctor said uh push narcan and he said push it slowly i'm like okay i i he was so busy and the nurse is busy and like they're like oh he's he's good to go he's a, he's a navy seal you know
0: but
1: i was only 20 years old i was 20 uh, years old <laughs> We're, like working alongside residents i was working uh, alongside medical residents that are like have been to school and they're just like pushed me to the side and like head say here's the fucking narcan push it slowly i'm like okay if, if someone give you narcan said push it slowly what does fucking what does slowly mean to you like yeah. is it like what, like, it one, like one one mil, like, like 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 one 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 mil yeah. per one mil per minute you're like one, one, one per thousand, second. Two so one I'm thousand two i'm just like <laughs> I, go, I go i go like this i go like it was like i think it's like I have no idea what the measurements are to these days, but uh, it's been a while. But, like, for, for argument's sake, we'll say I did 10 mils like this. I was like, that's slowly in there like that, and we're done. Apparently, that's, like, super fast. So this guy went from being, like, <laughs> OD'd on heroin, seeing heaven, seeing fucking Jesus. Went to directly com- to hell when you Narcanned him. <laughs> to completely sober in, like, a second. and so like, and and he fucking also jumped puts you up. in the
3: worst withdrawal on the planet.
1: Ooh. Dude, and, dude and, he, and he jumped up, and there's a fucking midget. And no shit, like, because we didn't, we didn't, like, handcuff him down, because no one told me what was going to happen. It's my first time pushing Narcan, and no one told me, like, you should probably, like, handcuff him down, because if he's going to go from OD to handcuff fucking sober. Yeah, 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 he's about dude. to turn into Super Mario. <laughs> dude, 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 no shit, dude. He was Super Mario after he got hit by a fucking bad guy. He's small. This fucking yeah. midget's running around the fucking ER like fucking nuts. Yeah, he just a big mushroom. Head-tick that midget. Yeah. Dude, yeah. dude, He no, he went from fucking completely od to sober. So he fucking jumps up. like, where the fuck am I at? So he fucking starts running around the ERs. So there's a fucking midget running on the ER. And he's big. <laughs> and he's kind of fucking muscular. And he's fucking big as shit. Jesus. And so there was a ranger working down the hall and there's a i think a green beret and maybe a oh uh, so you're a, saying a, like a...
0: another combat medic in training but for the rangers was working there yeah so we and, were okay. all
1: we were we were all working there together It's a big er and there's like a icu and also some guys are doing surgery some guys are doing childbirth but like yeah. the call got in like hey we needed to fucking get this guy up so uh uh um uh, uh a marine recon yeah marine recon guy picked him up because he fucking ran out the hallway and picked him up it was like a fucking hog like this like he's like and like and like all the all the regular nurses were like we're not dealing with this so all of us combined all the military guys combined we had to fucking take this midget and put sure. him in his bed and like handcuffed him to the bed and oh, uh man. dude it, i felt bad for the guy because he went from a completely like od to like completely sober and like back to the real world and he was not happy at all sure. and i i learned the lesson not if any if any of you first responders dealing with uh narcotics um put push narcan very slowly and ask people what slowly means because it means slowly like not five five ten minutes
3: I'm not sure if you know this, Sean. Uh, I uh, have from friends that have had this happen. uh, Narcan immediately, when it reverses the effects of opiates, sends you into the shittiest withdrawal you've ever had. So you go from being so high you're floating on Mars because you're on death's doorstep to being in complete hell because everything in your body goes ape shit because you get thrown into precipitated withdrawal like an absolute fucking lunatic. That's why whenever you see like Kensington Beach things and like guys in those videos, they're slapping the guy. The first thing they say is, "You're about to get Narcan." And you'll see a dude nod out, wake up, like, yep. no, "No, no, 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 no Narcan, no Narcan, no Narcan." Damn,
2: it's that classic Fuck, yeah. Jacksonville heroin midget, you
1: know? Uh, <laughs> no. muscular midget. No, 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 no. The thing is, he was a cl- he, like you're saying that, but he was the classic because in hindsight now, like, <laughs> the class. dude, 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 he yes. he, had, he had like he had scar tissue. Every single vein on his body, Ugh. any any kind of vein on his hand, his head, anything, it was all scarred up because you could you could tell he he just he had pushed heroin in every single vein over the years oh, and it was all scarred up. So like he was like and and the and the folks in the ER knew him like so it, he was like the classic Jacksonville. Hell he's yeah, Jacksonville the legend. <laughs> they, were, yeah. they were all like, They're, everyone, yeah. they were
2: all like unfazed by it. They're like this happens once a week. Oh, it's <laughs> Mike again. Mike's back in yeah.
3: running around the ER. <laughs> yeah.
0: so all right nice well thank you for that uh sean excellent so we're coming to the top of time before we get out of here the anything you want to say to the Lashmishma faithful before we take off
2: yeah if you haven't seen it yet watch uh all quiet on the western front
0: oh so fucking good yeah. so good i Very watched good. that really really good Wait, what is it
1: is it a movie or a show they know they
0: they just redid show, it yeah. i'm sorry All, it's a yeah, movie no no, no it's a movie it's just one is it a movie okay movie. yeah, yeah. Is how it, do you watch they, it? it it's on netflix netflix, netflix. is it so, really oh it's okay. so good it. world war one trench
3: warfare baby
0: yeah Absolutely excellent, Super really, brutal. really good. Super yeah. brutal. Br- oh, really brutal. Welcome but to br- the
3: machine gun, homie. Yeah, really
0: good. And mustard gas. Oh, uh, the one yep. scene where they found the mu- the the yep. dudes that took their mascot. Oh my god, bro. Yep. Yep. Fucking breaks your heart. Yeah, but so yeah, all quiet on in Front. Really, really good. I I agree. Sean, anything you want to say to the Sean douglas Day faithful before we
1: get out of here? We all heard the saying, don't underestimate your enemies. Hell well, yeah. I learned a lesson this Saturday. Don't underestimate your allies because I learned the hard way that the bees that I bought in Arizona, <laughs> they're super nice. They're my friends. And I was not prepared on Saturday. I didn't bring smoke. I didn't bring sugar water. I yeah. didn't bring nothing. I brought, my, I brought my, my top on. That's about it. I didn't wear my bee bottoms. And I got a big ass so there's not a very uh not a cloth between my ass Oof. and the beast sting <laughs> and so i got i got i got i got stung 50 times on saturday so
2: Ooh. uh dude you should link that video don't, it's pretty wild. don't
1: don't underestimate your allies yeah because sometimes sure. your allies may not be your allies
0: Yeah, sometimes you just got to be careful, huh, Sean?
1: (laughs) Shout out.
0: All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Either way. Yeah, cool. Very good. Strong STEM. Anything you want to say to the Strong STEM Nation before we get out of here?
3: I do. Bret Hart is no longer with us, right?
0: No, he's still alive.
3: Okay, well then shout out Brett fucking Hart because uh, uh, I, and I'm, and not shout out you for not knowing that it was the 25th anniversary yes. of something that you hold so near and dear to your heart but yep. shout out Brett Hart for being a fucking legend of my childhood yeah. and a legend period.
0: Yeah, amen. So speaking of legends, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle i come today by Lashmize, Liam Reese, Sean Douglas, Dave the Madman, Strong Stem, Steve Cabot, and you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the
3: Turkey Talk.
0: At Working P pod If you like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com perspective gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. And like we said, link to the merch store in the description. Please check it out and help us. It's really good shit. Really happy with Buy what we a did. shirt
3: or go fucking die. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's either get a shirt or go fuck your mother. So,
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah, uh, but this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks. See you. Bye-bye all right we're good so now, nice. i didn't
3: want to i didn't want to drag it on and sean bounced off real quick but, but did i want to ask sean about how he used to duct tape fentanyl lollipops to injured guys hands in the no. field so that it wouldn't fall out of their mouth because they realized originally when he put it in it used to fall out and then they would start to like they couldn't pick it up because they they were like all leaned out right you remember you remember that in the book too with the uh, the one i told you to read how the guy would tape it to his head because they would yo yeah that's wild
0: yo I wonder what a fentanyl lollipop tastes like. You imagine I
3: what, I was about to say, Lincoln, you imagine what that would go on the block Ooh. back in the day? You got oh, a, yeah, would... a fentanyl lollipop? You would get kill that for at, him now. that <laughs> joint would be, stop Dude, it. Man, stop.
0: they sold that at the North Wales Pharmacy, he, he yikes, yike. Right next to the penny right. candy. <laughs> and if, I had a bucket,
3: if somehow Sean got me to into fentanyl lollipop, stop it. be driving a Ferrari by now. Well,
2: so... no, Matt, you want to know the truth? They probably did have them there, but there was this safe that was like over always <laughs> locked of yeah. like the heavy 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 shit big know? real
1: good shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Damn. god
0: damn it. god damn dude that shit well, i mean that's just dangerous but tomorrow so uh we're dating this but by the time uh this airs hopefully me and le Shmish would have seen wakanda forever and uh so yeah, and then we we'll, we're also recording a uh a a movie review episode after that, which will be exciting. So yeah. Can
3: I it? What's that? Can I moderate your two commentary on a movie I've never seen?
0: Yeah, that's fine.
3: <laughs>
0: Last thing you need is me in there.
2: Yeah, you'll love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You'll be like, Wait, what? This fucking guy's a fish guy?
2: What the fuck is this? Yeah. What's he yeah. use for bait? No.
0: so nice and then steve tomorrow at your shop i wanted to kind of like a picture walkthrough with you and me of how we're going to set up the 200 episode shoot but i have kind of an idea
3: you you want a little quick clip i'll show you how those tires go on the machine that blew me up off my feet into the ground Get a little picture of that when it goes ba-boom on your own tires and blows it out. It's a wild oh, procedure. what,
2: when it sets the bead from yes. the
3: tire? Yeah, yes. okay. I had a tire blow up on me before because, like, real hard ones you, like, set to, like, if you get to 80 PSI, it gets a little dicey, 100, be worried. Anything over 100, you're a fucking psychopath. And I would constantly go over 100. My dad was like, you're an idiot. And one time a tire <laughs> fucking exploded. Yeah. And when they explodes with, I don't know, 140 PSI, blew me straight oh. off my feet. Like ten feet off into the bay, it was wild.
0: Yeah, I remember nice. you told that story on the your original episode, which was probably like maybe our eighth or ninth episode that we ever aired, and you told that story. And the the best part about it was is that you get leveled by this fucking machine, and then your dad gets you up. He's immediately like immediately right,
3: talking well, shit.
0: Well, he's like, "Are you okay?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, I think I'm all right. I think I survived." Let just an FYI. The same machine put your dad in a coma for six months one time so you get up 16 yeah Yeah. so steve gets up and he's like all right and his dad's like all right well you got three more tires to put on that car so fucking
3: get to work (laughs) and he's gonna be here in 20 minutes so hurry the fuck up and be less safe be less safe
0: yeah so pretty cool but all right guys let's call it because i got a fucking right. oh and night.
3: then Matt, i'll talk to you tomorrow too but uh i'm going yeah. to the lehigh oklahoma state match on saturday morning at lehigh university oh shit I'll take some photos shit. and some videos We can get some dope shit
0: nice, nice. i'll post all that very cool, cool. awesome all, all right. right good all shit fellas. guys nice see yep see you later
3: yep see you tomorrow maddie
0: see you guys